Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven In the middle of rush hour, 100 feet below the Hudson River. The unthinkable is about to happen. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. We start off uh, Disaster Movie Month of July with 1996's Daylight. Oh my god, I fucking love this movie so much. Right? And we're. It's an awful, awful movie, and I love it. It was on daytime TV all all of the time. All of the time. Uh, And we're, of course, recording. Live from Hillsboro, Oregon, suburb Yay. of Portland, uh, here in our lovely hotel room. Uh, We've been drinking. We are a little under, um, but we're here for the National Homebrewers Conference. What, what? So, yeah. Yeah, they still let us in, guys. They still let us in. Yeah, but first. Oh, yeah. Do we need another beer? 
Oh, I am not nearly drunk enough. Here, you want to hold this for a sec, babe? <laughs> sure. Don't you throw out the microphone. All right. All right. We have something uh, very local here to Hillsboro, Oregon from Vertigo Brewing. Uh, we have their raspberry wheat, an ale brewed with raspberries. In honor of all the Razzie Awards this movie was nominated for. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Right? All right, pop on the top. Oh, my top. Yeah. Right. I get a cup. What was that? <laughs> Barking wall spiders. What organs what? infested with What them. is wrong with this hotel? All right. And the pour. Oh, that's a beautiful beer, Steve. Indeed. It's got a nice, uh, almost like an orange color. With a rosy tint to yeah. it. Yeah, it's definitely amber colored. It's got a white fluffy head that dissipates super quickly. Steve's going in for the sip. Mm. It's got a super raspberry aroma. Like, it smells like raspberry gusher. Steve, what does it taste like? Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's got good body to it, being a wheat beer and all. Yeah, they, they get a little bit of the tartness from the raspberries. Not a yeah. whole lot of bitterness, but... This has dried out quite a bit compared to the one we had in-house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of a cloudy little... Not super cloudy, but it's got that haze to it. Like yeah, a little version. bit of haze, yeah. Yeah, this is enjoyable, delightful. You should get yourself some of this. Yeah, absolutely. If you're ever in uh, Hillsboro, Oregon, or mm-hmm. some nearby bars, they uh, apparently have it all over. And we do want to give a shout out to Three Mugs Brewing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just came from there, and every single one of their like 30 taps was fucking phenomenal. It was pretty fantastic. Oh, my God, it was great. Indeed. If you want to see my ratings, I am on Untapped at Untidy Venus. There you go. I record for Steve and I. Did we reach level 100 for uh, American Ales or no, whatever we yet? Haven't yet. We, we haven't will sure tomorrow. Away. Yeah, we will tomorrow, definitely. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow is pro night. But daylight. Daylight! Uh, directed by Rob Cohen. Who's he, Steve? Oh, you might know him. He's been on the podcast before. Is he one of the Cohen brothers? No, no, no. Is he the Cohen father? He's the Cohen cousin, I guess. <laughs> uh, he did a lot of TV in the 80s, like Miami Vice and stuff. But he did Dragon the Bruce Lee story from the early oh, 90s. Uh, he also did Dragonheart, this, The Skulls, the original Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, fuck. Uh, the original Triple X. Yeah. Stealth, which we saw recently. So he only does classics. Oh, there's more. Mummy, the, uh, the, the third one, the Dragon Emperor or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that movie is a garbage fire. Alex Cross. Oh, Jesus. You remember that Christ. one? Tyler Perry and Matthew I Fox in Detroit. Detroit when they were yeah. doing that shooting for that. And uh, The Boy Next Door. You, ha- you haven't seen that one, right? Yeah. It's uh, J-Lo and some mm. like 19-year-old Out. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say something super controversial here because I'm mostly drunk. J-Lo's overrated. Well, I mean, I think y'all give her an extra star because of that ass, but ass, 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 as someone who has studied that ass for quite <laughs> quite the number of decades. So whose ass is on par with J-Lo's but makes more entertaining movies? 
Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is getting up there. She's got a nice. Another the other J Lo. J Law. J Law. Yeah, she's got a nice pooper. No. Uh, <laughs> send us in your request. Who's who's got that ass? That ass. That ass. Hi, mom. Right. Uh, this movie also stars Sir Sylvester Stallone. Um, yes, patron saint of the podcast. Indeed, he's been off you as a uh, Kit Latura. Uh, his name was Kit. Kit Latura. Yeah. Jesus, I love the names he gives himself in these movies. Let's not lie; he names himself. In all yeah, movies. it's no Lincoln Hawk or John Rambo or Barney Ross. Barney, Barney Ross. Yeah, it's no Barney Ross. It's no John Spartan. It's no uh, Cobra. Tango and or Cash. No Cobra. No co- no Cobrieski or whatever the fuck, yeah. Uh, uh, also, Amy Brenneman's in this movie. Viggo Mortensen. Viggo, now everyone forgets Viggo Mortensen's in this movie. Right. Uh, Dan, yeah. Dan Hedaya, Sage Stallone. Obvious relation to Sylvester Stallone because he's not R. great. R. Uh, exactly, R.A.P. And Stan Shaw. Also, there's a white couple of Weimaraners in this movie, the dog. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, uh, the Weimaraner brothers? If you want a fucking nervous-looking dog, Weimaraner's your dog. I've never met a Weimaraner who didn't look like he was, like, worrying about his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right, so the movie. Oh, fuck. We start out with two Italian stereotypes talking about toxic waste and how they gotta oh, get it. Oh, yeah. uh, we gotta get this out of here and over to New Jersey to dump it. Well, then we better take the tunnel. And then... Stan, Stan Shaw plays a uh, basically a security guard for the Lincoln Tunnel, and he calls it the Tunnel of Love. No one has ever referred to the Lincoln Tunnel as the Tunnel of Love. Well, I mean, let's face it, in like some heavy traffic, I'm sure plenty of people have gotten some love in that tunnel. No. You don't think everybody's got a, nobody's gotten roadhead in that <laughs> tunnel during traffic? Nope. You're a liar, Steve. Nope, I don't believe anyone has. If you have... Hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything That's right. I learned from movies. Send Steve pictures. Send, send Steve reports of your roadhead in the Lincoln Tunnel. Anyway. This is getting weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, Stan Shaw, his name is George in this movie. Yes, it is. And he talks to his girlfriend. The accent. Yeah, the, the other Jamaican accent person in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, and he has something he wants to tell her tonight. But he, your bracelet. Oh yeah, yeah, she left the bracelet the night before. You left your bracelet under my bed. Could you be less discreet? Bracelet, it was under my bed. Under my bed. After you gave me roadhead in the Lincoln Tunnel. No, anyway, I don't think that's quite what happened. Uh, I, one thing about this movie I do kind of like is like the credits are rolling and everything. They introduce every but single introduce character in this characters. movie. You know who's gonna be in there. We get the uh, pseudo-crazy cat lady, Amy Brenneman, mm-hmm. who's an adulterer, been she, having an affair. She doesn't have any cats. She doesn't, but she let's... She fights a rat in her underpants drawer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like yeah cockroaches. Uh, you're and, supposed to feel bad for her, because her apartment's a piece of shit. Her, she just got fired from her job. The man she's in love with has a wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, he does. And her apartment's full of rats. How... Okay, that's the thing that happens in a lot of movies where it's like somebody, you know, the, the the female character has an affair going on with like a married guy. And it's like, am I supposed to feel bad for them or should so I like not like them? Supposed to f- like, so he's like, I didn't mean it, baby. I, I'll make it up to you. 
I'm at the park with my kids right now. You're supposed to think that she fell in love with him before she knew he had a wife and kids. And when she found out, she broke it off. And then he's pursuing her. Wonder what I think about that? Hmm. Wow. You're welcome. Folks, that is not one of his little toys. That, that is, is real. That is, that is not a sound effect. That, that is from the heart. <laughs> well, it's from something. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're but, supposed to feel bad for her because she has terrible taste in men. Well, especially when he says in his voicemail, come on, baby, give me at least three more months. I'll tell her, right? It said, mm-hmm. I, I wrote it down. It's in there. <laughs> so then Viggo Mortensen, we're Viggo interviewed Mortensen. him. He's, he's this. A, he's like the fashion C- designer. Yeah, he's like Mountain. he's like the C- CEO of like REI or like one of those Basically, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ray, Rory Nord. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in this movie and he is amazing. Yeah, he's basically the uh, what is it, uh, Henny Halley or whatever. Who? There's a European brand that's like Halley Henny, Henny Halley, something like that. All right. And it's like a he's like a Swedish like mountain climber. Okay. Yeah, he's. he's so- $300 jacket. Somebody listening to this has one of those jackets. Sweden is actually our uh, third highest country in the past oh, 30 days. Shit. Somebody correct me. I blame Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, one of the other patron saints of this podcast? Indeed. Uh, we're also introduced to an elderly couple and their dog. They're the super neurotic Weimaraner. Yeah. Which, by the way, they baby the fuck out of. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, you find out later why. Indeed. Uh, there's also the trio of juvenile delinquents. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're on the quartet. Prison, they're there's on quartet the quartet of them. That's right. Yes, they're on the prison bus. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, Sage Stallone. There's the big black guy. Yeah. There's the girl. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Sally Can't Dance from yes. Con Air. Yes. But it's a different character, allegedly. Mm. Yeah. And then we're introduced to Sylvester Stallone as a taxi driver in New York City. Yeah. There's also the the wasp family, the mom and dad who are going through some things, and the oh, daughter yes, played by Danielle Harris. Family vacation. Yeah. And the daughter who just wants to stay home and play with her camcorder. Yeah. And then we're also introduced to the people that really move this plot forward, the carjackers. Yeah. They uh, they jack a BMW, I think it was, and they start speeding through the streets of New York, and they pull into the I'm Lincoln sorry, Tunnel. The, the so. Harley Quinn knockoffs. Yes. Yeah, they are pretty ridiculous. But uh, they drive in Lincoln Tunnel and, you know, oh, the way the helicopters can't f- follow us and blah, blah, blah. I was like, whatever, bro. Yeah. And then they That's take flight we, off the side and they crash. And find out that somebody evading the police in the tunnel is called a smoker. A smoker. Yeah, a smoker. Yeah. It's not just Pull. Sylvester Stallone smoking a cigar in the side. In the side. Yeah, no, no cigar smoking uh, Sven Thorson or anything of that right. sort. Yeah, but they uh, take a wrong turn, get a flight flight off the side of the the like walkway there in the tunnel, and go right into the back of the explosive toxic waste things that the two Italian guys were talking about. Boom! Gigantor explosion. 
Uh, so the big explosion basically seals off one end of the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Sylvester Stallone's right at the entrance of the tunnel as it's yeah. sealed off. Uh, so there's some people that are, like, trapped in their cars. And there's the one dude on fire, and he's, like, handling business. And we find out he's a former – yeah, he's, like, the Where former chief of the emergency response team or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. By the way, some of the people trapped in their cars – are the people he's supposed to be driving in his cab that he abandoned. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He, he does kind of leave in the middle of nowhere. Jesus Christ, like, let's pretend they're from Sweden, and he just gets out of the taxi and walks away while everything's on fire around them. Yeah. Like, uh, where, where, where are you going, sir? Sir? What, what do we do? How am I going to get to the airport? Yeah, it is not a good day for them either. Uh, so why does the other end of the tunnel collapse again? Because he basically finds out where the, the new chief is. Yeah. Um, and he basically tells him, oh, we ran a simulation a couple years ago. And uh, the way to do it is we got to blow up the other end to seal it off. Otherwise, it's just going to be blowing the toxic smoke in there and kill him like in an hour instead of like three or four hours. And that's okay. and that's when the chief is like, man, fuck you. You're not the chief anymore. Get the fuck out of here. I'm in control. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go up this hole and I'm going to save the day. Smash cut to four seconds later, he's killed by falling debris. Oh, maybe we should listen to the guy who developed our emergency response plan. No, fuck that guy. No, we used one of his plans once before and everybody died. By the way, valid reason did not listen to this current plan. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is a little, little the bit of that. The last plan he, you implemented by him, everyone died. True, true, true. Um, but yeah, the and it's around this time inside the tunnel. Basically, everybody that was introduced in the first ten minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else everyone is burned to a fucking crisp, except for like maybe ten people. It's like Vigo yeah. Morton's Basically, everybody that was introduced in the first ten minutes of the movie, which is like okay, cool, we get it. The prisoners are in the prison bus. It's like on its side, and like ah, oh, we can't get out. You gotta get us out of here. Oh, and yeah, Amy Brenneman is partially on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on like on fire, and they're all locked in the back. And so Amy Brenneman's like walking by and they're like, oh, you got to help us get the keys off that corpse help. in the front. I can't help. I, I can't help you. Lady, you are the help. No, I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Judging Amy, will you please just grab the oh fucking keys God. and get us out of here? Oh, God. Oh, shit. Why is electricity coming down to get me? Oh, shit. There's electricity. Help us. Help us. Help us. Oh, help us. Please, 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 please. Lock it. You guys run. Oh, my God. Why, why, why aren't you running? Guy in the back. Oh, 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 because I gotta is make this intense. Sally can't dance. Sally That's can't my name. Dance. Yeah. Why aren't you running? Because I also can't run. Aren't I pretty? You should follow me. Look at my cute butt. Follow my cute butt. Oh, 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 I, I, I don't like girls' butts. Oh my god, there's electricity coming. Oh god, okay. Okay, I'm okay. gonna. Um, I'm gonna take off my boots and grab this electrical thing. Okay. Okay. You do that. That's okay. cool. You need to fucking run. Okay. While I like wrestle this in a puddle of gasoline. Okay, okay, I can do that. Okay. Oh my god, why did I decide to roll in gasoline? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. So yeah, when she's holding the electric thing, it's like it doesn't jump around like that when it doesn't open air but once you contain it, it should yeah yeah once you hold it it's not like it's like a force of like several hundred pounds like throwing you about and throwing Why you to the ground and a pile of gasoline i don't know that's yeah choice. but sylvester stallone back at control center gets them to cut the power to that no no no, no. Uh, he sees the guy on uh, he sees George on the the camera 
She's she's signaling, cut the power. power, cut the power, throwing up the black power fist That's and everything. Right. The, uh, his girlfriend is like, oh, I think that means cut the power. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they shut down the power down there. So, you know, they all don't get electrocuted and set on fire by the gas vapors yeah. getting set on fire. And then they have to devise a plan to get down in there to save the people, save the 10 people or whatever that's down there. Vigo decides to crawl, to put on his mountaineering gear, which he happens to have in his man bag. Yeah. And uh, crawls down a hole that's about to collapse. Uh, and they also pull out that, that model from like a hundred years ago, like World War One, yeah. And they're like, well, how do we get down in here? Well, there's not really a way down through it. This this pat, mid-tunnel you passage or whatever is... I can turn them off for two minutes, 30 seconds total. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's intense. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's a great scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that that whole fucking scene where it's like, it's not moving. It's like, well, the power's off. It's still going to be spinning, though. And they got to, like, stop it and get through there and get snagged on stuff. And and- this time around, I noticed something I hadn't noticed before. As the fans start turning on, the fans below them start spinning faster, which they would because the air current would be changing. Yeah. And they they had that happen, and I appreciated that. He's spinning much faster on excuse me, on the quote-unquote off fans look like later than he is on the top one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Also, another thing I noticed for the first time watching it this time, they had his vest that said Latura and everything when he was, when they went to the little Mid-Tunnel Passage or whatever. Yeah. And he'd been gone for like two years, three years or something like that, right? They just had it lying around and they're like, oh yeah, here you go. It's right here, ready to go. Yeah. Just got, in the back. got his name on it and everything. I thought that was like, oh. He didn't bring that with him? He doesn't just carry that around day to day? I, I, well, maybe that's, maybe, maybe. In hopes that one day something will collapse and they'll need him? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just Steve, in case, you never I know. I know, you've got your uh, Steve Love jersey in your back pocket at all times. I mean, it's it's in the, it's in the car, I but. I- uh, so Stallone gets down in there and. Uh, he goes basically goes through like through the wind tunnel and like hundred eight mile hour winds yeah. and stuff. But he pops out and everybody's like, "Oh my god, he's gonna save us!" Oh, Wait, where is everybody? How do we get out of here? Oh my gosh! Yeah, a bunch bunch of whining and complaining. There's a couple scenes where they just start whining and bitching and complaining, and I'm like, "Calm, calm down, shut the fuck up." I'm not gonna lie, the dominancy battle between him and the large African American prisoner, I feel very realistic. It feels weird. Uh, yeah. you feel, Come on, Alpha Prisoner. He's finally out. I'm in fucking charge. Yeah, well, and that comes comes to a head when uh, he hears that Vigo's climbing up the, the mid-tunnel passage, which, which is like is a house class. of cards, basically. Yeah. And Sly crawls in there, and he's basically like, oh, Vigo, come down here. It's going to come down on I'm you. Sorry, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> Can yeah. Sort of uh, like this is still a little prop from the winds through the fan. You got to go. No. In front of a fan? I'm telling you. You don't want to come down there because uh, maybe you can sign it better. Okay, best of luck to you. <laughs> and then almost immediately. The, no, it falls down, yeah. It falls down like a house of cards, and Vigo gets smushed in. Aww, Vigo <laughs> uh, right, and then uh, Stallone and, uh, and and Sage Stallone, the one yeah. of the prisoner kids, his son, they're crawling through the hole, and it's all like 
chasing after him, like all, yeah. basically the impact from the falling. And then, like as they crawl out, the the big black prisoner guy is like gonna smash his head with a. I'm in charge. I'm in fucking I'm charge. I'm in charge. I'm and then charge. he gets blasted with that, and like a piece of rebar catches him in the chest. Yeah. Fuck. He's he's down for the count, he's but dead. but not before. Tomo's helping these people. I'll never believe you. I do feel a little bad for him. A little bit. Oh. And that's about the time, uh, right after that, is when uh, the water starts coming into the tunnel. Yeah. And they start freaking out. because the river. Yeah, the river starts seeping in. Because they're, they're, yeah, 100 feet under the Hudson River. Yeah. It's going to eventually come in. But Sly has a plan. Yeah, he does. What's more, his plan, sweetie? More dynamite. More explosion. Yeah. To seal it off and basically just seal them in there in a nice little pocket until the team can show up. And everybody's arguing because, you know, they think he's crazy. And yeah, yeah, it might be true. We're in the tunnel. Where are we going to go? You don't even know how to get us out. Where's the rescue team? Yeah. I, I have written down, uh, this is the part where somebody says uh, the tunnel. Oh, that's right. It's like the mayor, uh, the lady mayor or yes. something. And she's like, the, the tunnel's an artery and the city is bleeding. It's like, actually, if it's clogged it's that way, it's more like a stroke. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. The city's got a clot. Also, they're gonna. So the city's gonna blow one end of the tunnel. Does she think that's going to get traffic moving? Yeah, like instantly. It's like, oh yeah, we got it opened up. It's perfectly fine on their side. We'll we'll, we'll be up and ready by like ten p.m. Like, no, that's not how it works. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, a in real life, a goddamn barge dropped. An actual sea anchor on top of the bar tunnel it took him six hours just to make sure it wasn't leaking. Yeah. Goddamn, could you imagine being in that bark car? <laughs> oh, that'd be creepy. Yeah. Uh, so Sly does his little cliffhanger hanging, yeah, hanging upside hang down, planning the explosives, going back out, and. Yeah, and, and uh, remember his uh, fuse gets tangled up. Yeah. So he's gonna, judging Amy, she's got to get go. She's got to run. Forget about him. By the way, he tries to sacrifice himself multiple times. Yeah, he does. This is a man who doesn't want to return to the surface world. Yeah, he, he's basically like, as long as I save these people, my life will be with you know, will be wasted. Yeah. But he's definitely a man who's like trying to get himself killed. Right? Kinda. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's definitely going all in, no matter what it takes. It's yeah, inter- interesting little character aspect i guess yeah it's also around this time uh after the explosion they seal it off meet up with george who went down to the other end to see what's going on down there but as he's coming back uh the tunnel kind of collapses a little bit or or like the ground kind of collapses and he gets trapped kind of like in the water and under a truck yeah uh but everybody pulls together and helps like lift the truck and a little tube so he can breathe underwater and stuff but wait this a Jurassic Park. Yeah, and then raptors come in and they surround them. And... But then the T Rex comes through and starts. Stagger upon the Velociraptors. And then there was a pattern for no reason. Anyway. <laughs> so they save him, but his back is broken. Um, they strap him to a board. And this is where we get the sad story about why Latour is no longer the chief of the emergency medical team or whatever. I made, made some choices and people died. Don't lose anyone else. Although you've already lost a lot of people. Yeah. There were a lot of people lost before you 
Lots of people. Oh, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, there's there's a pretty high death toll like for missing. A third of the population of Manhattan. Uh, like I don't know. I don't know quite that high, but definitely, I'd say five digits, easy, oh, yeah. around ten thousand or so. Yeah. Uh, but George should have apparently by booth three. There may be a way out. So Stallone has to go check it out. He's Goes down in the water, does around. And yeah, so he finds some uh, old apartments from like when the tunnel was being built that were kind of foreshadowed on the old World War One model. Yeah, where the workers would stay doing 24-hour shit. Oh, I have written down what my, my favorite stupid line from this movie. Mm-hmm. It's when uh, Sage Stallone and Danielle Harris are sitting next to each other while they're waiting for <laughs> Stallone to come back. And he says, uh, if we don't die here, I was wondering... If I could call you sometime. Yeah, you can totally call me. Yeah. I love dating prisoners. By the way, yeah, he's a prisoner, probably 18 years old. He's juvenile, so 17, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. She's, I think it's mentioned she's 13 or 14 or something like that. Yeah, so he's realistically in the, in the joint for your, somewhere between breaking and entering and selling drugs. Yeah. No, he sells the, uh, the cell phones. That's right, the cell phones. Yeah. Fake cell phones. Yeah, yeah. Even stupider. Because right, I shouldn't have paid that free for that BMW in cash. It's also around this time, George. Uh, they, basically, Sly comes back and he's like, "Oh, I think I found a way out of here, but it's not not going to be easy. We got to dive down into the water, swim a little bit, and come out over here." And of course, George has his broken back, so he's not going to be able to do it. So he gives him the bracelet to give to his girlfriend. What's her name? Grace. Grace is her name. That's right, George and Grace. You, you know Grace, right? Uh, sure. You make sure she gets this, because I'm not going to make it. Just give me some time, George. I'm going to get you out of here. Uh, George, I don't, I don't know if I can bang your girlfriend. That That's like a moral no, gray area. No, what? no, you're not supposed to bang her. You're supposed to give what? her the bracelet. You what? give her the bracelet, and then you Wait. go home with Amy. No, no, but if, no, I, if, no. I, if I give her jewelry, then I have to have sex with her. No. That's how it works. No, you can just what? give her bracelet no 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 bang someone else you you okay i don't know how things are in the caribbean but here in manhattan no, no if no, no, i'm no, giving no. you a bracelet i'm sorry no you're, i'm you're giving you a pearl necklace no you can just give her the jewelry and walk away but you're physically capable but you're going to be dead so she's going to be single it's, right she's going to be sad exactly exactly you I see mean, what i'm getting at here yeah no but i'm going to be there in spirit via the bracelet I, I mean, when I die, I will live inside the bracelet. I mean, you can watch. I'm cool with that. No, no, I will like no. I will come back and like poltergeist your ass. Uh, I mean, I mean, unless you're into that, in which case I'll like poltergeist your face or something. Unless you're into that, in which case I'll just like poltergeist like your toaster. All right, I'm in. So, so we're agreed then. No, no, you are not. No, your dick is to be nowhere near her. You hand her the bracelet. And then, like, she just goes and, like, lives life as a nun. So George gives Sly the bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. No. But yeah, everybody else goes through the little water tunnel, and they come out on the other end, and, uh... They lose the dog, though! And the wife is losing the shit. Oh, yeah, the Cooper. all she has left, because her son died. All she has left now is the dog. Yeah. She doesn't want to live anymore. Yeah, so she's like, oh, I don't know if I can go anymore. She's going to sit here. And they're just like warming up there in that like church area or whatever of the old and apartments. The ratty muffins come. Yes, the ratty muffins. Little snuggly ratty muffins. 
just coming to to snuggle with people and maybe eat some snacks. I love how everybody's like freaking the fuck out except for like the one wasp mom or whatever, and she's just kind of sitting there like, oh god, whatever, uh, and they're just like running around her. And, right. and by the okay. way, this is also where Amy Brenneman refers to rats as shit with feet. They're just shit with feet. You shouldn't be afraid, but it's just shit with feet. It's true. It's true. Little snuggly muffins who want to be your friend. Also, they can show you where the high ground is. Exactly. Stallone notices where they're going. Like, oh, we can follow them this way. Oh. <laughs> help me rip Jesus off the wall. <laughs> oh, no. Help me rip this thing off the wall. It's right. Jesus on the crucifix. Oh, <laughs> the rats are going for Jesus's nuts. And, well, you know. Because there's bits. a door hidden behind Jesus. And there's an even older blasting uh, room behind Jesus. Oh, yeah, with like the <laughs> the the wheels of cheese that we assume yeah. are full with like gunpowder or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and this is where, uh, while everybody else goes through, realizes the old couple hasn't moved. Uh, like, come oh, on, we gotta go. Realize the old lady has passed away. I thought she was rescued. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought she was sleeping. I thought she was sleeping. No, he also said, I thought she was rescued. I thought she was safe. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought it was like, uh, oh, yeah, I thought she was resting, but apparently hypothermia had taken hold of her or whatever. I also kind of got the feeling that, like, without the dog and all of that, she just gave up. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. Heavily implied. So um, they move into the next room. Yeah. The raddies are following them. There's water starts gushing through. Yeah. Well, they start going up those stairs to get Which to the next thing. Fuck, and everybody needs to get the yep. fuck off those stairs. Instantly break down, but luckily they're all up there. And then Cooper comes out of fucking the nowhere. Dog the comes dog shooting through the tunnel. Yeah. By the way, again, you need a dog that looks worried about life. You get yourself a Weimaraner. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have to admit, in every single scene, that dog looks worried. That's true. Well, and and then so then Stallone's like, okay, okay, I can I can oh, get the dog. I go, and then the chair, the stairs fall again. He well, falls he down the in dog, there, and, and then he falls into the water. And then yeah. Amy decides she can't leave him behind, so she throws. She doesn't mean to, but she yeah. ends up throwing herself into the water. Yeah, yeah. She's like holding like a scarf over, it, like here, grab it, and then she it falls her in. It's her flannel. Oh yeah, 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 something. And then so they're both down there and Stallone screaming like oh you guys gotta get to the high ground blah 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 and she's like no don't leave us what are you doing you gotta keep going keep going bye y'all we found some fresh air so Steve do we want to tell them how this movie ends or do we want them to go find it I mean it definitely looks like shit's falling all over they're all dead at this point you know what yeah let's 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 leave it for them you to watch to at home. You need to watch this movie. Because let's face it, we're not going to describe do you, it and do it justice. Do you like Twister? Movie, You'll love the ending of this movie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, sweetie, would you recommend this movie? Oh, a hundred times. A hundred times over. This is genuinely a bad movie. I fully recognize that and accept it. It's not great. It is also a fun movie. Yeah. Even though, like, everyone and everyone is dying all of the time. It's a, such a fun movie. I so remember this. I'm like, this was the, like, Sunday afternoon movie on, like, KQED. Yeah, they were, like, TBS, TNT. Mm-hmm. Like, it was on that all the time. It, it was oh, a yeah. big, 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 big disaster movie. Oh, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, honey, I legitimately have only seen, like, the, the like, half-hour intro, first half-hour of this movie. Maybe three times because I've always come into it like half an hour, an hour into it, and gone like, 
Like when they're once they're in the tunnel and been like, oh, this is that tunnel movie. I don't know what it's called, but it has Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can't remember this movie enough either. It's it's bad, but it's also good bad. It's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, what we have fun facts what? and what we learn from daylight. And we also answer your questions from the National Homebrewers Conference. Boom. When everything I learned from movies returns. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we in I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in. 
says the superiority complex. One more time, Justine. What do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. And we're back. Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They keep getting better every week. I don't know how they do it. All our amazing sponsors. Thank you so much. Who wants to hear some fun facts? The fun facts. Super fun facts. Because they're fun, fun facts. Uh, we got some good fun facts for this movie. Oh, shit. First fun fact. Uh, one reason Sylvester Stallone agreed to act in this movie was to help him overcome his fear of confined spaces. Dude, seriously? Yep. Uh, he'd agreed to appear in Cliffhanger to help him overcome his fear of heights. And then this was basically his next movie after that. I'm not going to lie. I have newfound respect for Sylvester right? Stallone. Right? Yeah, overcoming his fears and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, any guesses how much Sylvester Stallone made for appearing in this movie? Keep in mind it was 1996. One million dollars. $17.5 million. Yeah, this is right around the time. I, I swear like in 92, it was like the highest anyone was ever paid. It was like $3 million. And then a couple years later, it was like this. And then it was like Schwarzenegger getting $30 million for Terminator 3. Yeah, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Oh, what? Yeah. Whilst shooting in Rome, Sylvester Stallone insisted on staying at a, the luxurious Excelsior Hotel, Excelsior. which charged $3,600 per night, and the Rome shoot lasted three months. What did they film in Rome? I assume everything. I'm assuming everything underground? Yeah, or just, yeah, or like a stage made to look like it's underground or something. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, that's like the whole movie, because that's three months. Once in our lives, can we stay in a room worth $3,600? Sure, for one night? For one night. Just once in our life. Uh, psh, we, don't we can figure it out. Month, just, we don't have to pay that amount. Just a room that is worth that much. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll pull some figures. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll make it work. Steve, you know people in the luxury hotel game. Yeah. Like, make some deals. Do we'll make it work. shady. What would Trump do? <laughs> Shady as fuck. <laughs> Sweetie. Oh shit, WWTT. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Anyway. Shout out. Here's something interesting. Rob Cohen, the director, originally wanted Nicolas Cage to play Kit Latura. What? However, Universal executives felt he was more of a character actor, and Sylvester Stallone was more commercially viable. This would be a very different movie. Right? Oh, my God. Ugh, yeah. We missed out. Well, um, let's see. 96. Uh, is that when The Rock came out? Yeah. I, I think The Rock is better yeah, than Daylight. I mean, like if Stallone was switched like or something. Yeah. Where they're both. Where both yeah. those, these movies exist as they are. Indeed. Oh, here we are. Uh, the tunnel sequences were filmed in Rome's uh, Cenecita Studios. On a set a third of a mile long, and it was chosen as the main studio set because of its enormous floodable sound stages. Excellent. Yeah, so yeah, everything underground there. That's cool. Cast members Barry Newman and Viggo Mortensen both played the character Kowalski in different different versions of Vanishing Point. Uh, Barry Kowalski was, uh, I, I think he was like the head guy at uh, like the nerve center for the, yeah. whatever, like the kind of older guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
Viggo Mortensen. You've seen Vanishing Point, right? Yeah. yeah. I've actually seen them both. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Mortensen was in a 1997 made-for-TV version, and New Moon's in the 1971 original, and is uh, yeah. 71 uh, Oldsmobile 442, I believe Fuck, it was. Yeah. As seen in Death say, Proof. That 70s version is excellent. The made-for-TV one... Yeah, it's made-for-TV. It's a made-for-TV movie. I mean, it's for a made-for-TV movie. It's, it is what it is. Indeed. But yeah, the 70s one, if you've not seen Vanishing Point... You need to see it whether you enjoy the film or not because you suddenly will get a whole bunch of references from like everything from Family Guy to The Simpsons. To, like, yeah, other movies. true, true, true. Yeah. There are certain movies you need to see because you need to understand why references or other references yeah, the, are j- funny. Just the culture around them. Exactly. Yeah. It's like everybody needs to see Citizen Kane because everybody makes fun of Rosebud. So, sweetie, what did we learn from Daylight? I learned that Sylvester Stallone makes... T- Terrible choices in an emergency. It's true. How about you, Steve? Uh, I learned the person who says it can't be done is always interrupted by the person who just did it. Famous last words of the uh, the new chief of the emergency response team. Anything else you learned? I oh, I also learned the key to a woman's heart is her bracelet that she owned before she met you. <laughs> Good point. Once again, this is a movie where giving back a woman something she already owned wins her heart. Yeah. Yeah. Even that's mortem. That needs to be a running, running theme in our this movies. Is, this is something that I've genuinely uh, learned from movies. Steve, you want to a woman over? Give her something she already owns. There you go. I learned uh, rats are shit with feet. They're little snuggly muffins with little muffin faces. You squeeze their little muffin face. You know how to get rid of a rat? You squeeze your little muffiny faces and they ran away from you. Okay. Uh, I also learned uh, the incredible backstory around the uh, first person to eat a raw oyster. It's true. <laughs> There's a little scene where Stallone's like, uh, you know, you just got to uh, kind of overcome your fears and do it to do whatever. It's like, I mean, think about the first person you eat a raw oyster. I mean, you got to be starving. And it smells funny. It's weird. Like, it looks like something out of a bad chest cold. I mean, they ate it. And it was like, oh, they're bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Mr. Stallone has joined us for this episode. and uh... He's here in the room. I mean, my legs are frothing. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at our uh, Twitter account at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. Put out a, a request for questions out there. Uh, first one comes from Besotted Geek at Besotted Geek Podcast. Hey, Stork. Hey, hey Peacock. <laughs> uh, what's your go to hangover cure? Asking for a friend who is in bed at 11 a.m., slowly dying. Who is me? Um, yeah. Not drinking it to, as much the night before. Yeah, cutting out the blue curacao really helps. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I see. Go to uh, yeah. When I'm hungover, it's really just like getting Powerade and yeah, Powerade and then something greasy. Greasy, yeah, yeah. Greasy I, th- is good. I, I think I uh, recommended French toast and I. Yeah. I really like a cheeseburger when I'm not feeling great or pizza. Yeah, like leftover pizza and a Powerade. That right there, I will feel better. So or spicy ramen. So how is that different from any other morning? Oh, well, I mean, I just, like, that's my general, like, that's basically Izzy Kibble. That, 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 you, that's your baseline? That's what you're... <laughs> if you look up his Izzy Care Instructions, it's going to be <laughs> plenty of Gatorade and leftover pizza. I'm not even sure where I would find those, but uh, <laughs> that's what the internet is for. It's Izzy Chow, just a big bag of pizza slices. IzzyChow.org. <laughs> 
All right. Next comes from Brent. The home video hustle at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase oddcast. Specify with one D. Um, <laughs> hey, Brent. In your opinion, is sex more fun while being drunk, off beer, or hard liquor? Um, yes. No. Uh, we don't. I prefer sober sex. Yeah. I go sleepy time, especially on hard well, liquor. Well, I say hard li- hard liquor. Uh, that's when uh, whiskey dick comes to town. <laughs> um, Weirdest children's clown. Yeah, ever. right. At least you know uh, he's not going to be raping your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's so dark. Uh, and yeah, with beer, it's mostly uh, you just have to worry about gas. Mm. You know, or I like to yeah. prefer to call it nitro boost. <laughs> Secrets. The secrets you can only share with those closest to you. <laughs> what are you, the guy marrying us? Jeez. <laughs> All right. Ooh, here's one uh, from Chris at the More Gooder Than Podcast at MGT Podcast. Hey. If you were going to start a brewery company, what would you name it? Oh, do we want to reveal on air what we would name it? Sure. There's a blog spot. <laughs> blog <laughs> with its name and everything. We've already worked this out. We're going to be terrible lizard brewing. Terrible lizard? That's a weird name. That's what dinosaur translates to. Yeah, dinosaur is Latin for terrible lizard. Um, and, I don't know, beer and dinosaurs are kind of uh, kind of similar. Kind of similar. The yeah, I mean, it's all science, and it's stuff you're mm-hmm. learning every day, and finding out new things, and dinosaurs are fucking awesome, and beer is fucking awesome. They both have beautiful singing voices. Scientists have all agreed that you cannot prove stegosauruses did not have beautiful singing voices. That's true. Therefore, they are going to allow it. And that makes me just like dino scientists even more. Indeed. All right. Speaking of scientists, now let's see. Uh, we got Jarrett at the Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In Podcast. Hey, Jarrett. Hey, Lisa. He wrote, we loved Portland. Where are you staying? What are your non-beer related activities? False. Uh, there are no no non-beer related activities. Right in Portland? Uh, I don't know. I guess we went to Blue Star to get some donuts. That was semi Are we going to have to do a Blue related? Star donut review? No. Okay. We, we, we can do it right now. Blue were, Star donuts. They're donuts. They were really expensive and they were soggy. What's up, Portland? Why the soggy donuts? I re- we had Voodoo Donuts last time we were up there. They were also sort of soggy. Mm, we're from the Port- Bay Area. Portland in general is kind of soggy. soggy, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but we're from San Francisco. Everything's soggy here, and yet we have crispy donuts. The mm. outside should be crispy, and the inside should be soft and fluffy I, and I think, moist. I think what you're trying to say is they need more Asians in Portland. Apparently. <laughs> Pastor agrees. <laughs> that was a meow of judgment, Cat. <laughs> like, stop your racist jokes. It's, it's... I might be half Asian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, gee, well, what else did we do in Portland? We went to the zoo. Yeah, we did. Uh, the fu- zoo is fucking awesome, by the way. Uh, just outside of Portland in Salem, we went to the Enchanted Forest, which was fucking amazing. You may be saying, that sounds familiar. Well, if you watch Ghost Adventures like we do, uh, they And apparently... you saw the newest episode. <laughs> yeah. We went a few days after that episode aired. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cool. Oh, it was awesome. Um, yeah, what else did we do? Uh, we went on a beer and ghost hunting tour. Yeah, we did. Uh, through Old Town. I found out ghosts like guys with hot butts. You tell me that picture was not of that ghost checking out that guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's judging me? 
Kessler's like, yeah, duh, that's what I'm going to do when I'm a ghost. Hopefully <laughs> soon. Are you kidding? He already checks out people's butts. Well, yeah. But he doesn't do it sneakily. No. Because sneakily's a word. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Portland was awesome. We that highly recommend great. it. Yeah. Uh, and ooh, we got one more from Brendan at the What Were They Thinking podcast at WWTT Podcast. Is this going to be a Canadian question? Uh, his question <laughs> is the dream of the 90s alive in Portland? I believe that's a reference to Portlandia's theme song or like an episode. I've never seen Portlandia. Yes, we have, sweetie. I have not. Okay, well, I've seen a lot of it. Okay. Maybe it was uh, the old roommates who were modeling their lives on it. I don't know. Yes, they were. I've seen commercials for Portlandia, and your old roommates definitely modeled their entire lives. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's... Uh... It's a lot of hipsters, so if hipsters are 90s. Yeah, grunge hipsters, yeah. Oh, they weren't, gr- they're not grunge hipsters, honey. They're preppy hipsters. <laughs> they are. They're preppy yeah, hipsters. Well, it's true, but they want to feel like they're grunge. Mm, no, I'm sorry. No hipsters are grunge anymore. Everybody's gone preppy. Yeah. They Do were you even flan- Seattle, bro? They were flannel, not cardigans, bro. Same thing. No, no, they are not. Everybody send pictures of cardigans versus flannels to Steve. Yeah, send me pictures of the lead singer of the cardigans. That's what we're. Oh, cat so, fight. So I can choke cats out with them. For God's sake, just kill each other. <laughs> you have to leave that in. <laughs> Take it to the toilet. They're your kids. <laughs> I know, and that's why I'm letting them fight to the death. <laughs> Winner takes all, man. Whoever wins gets my Caster, love. just beat them into a cloud of dust and be done. <laughs> we don't need a goddamn commentary. <laughs> that's pickle screaming. Yeah, kill them both. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Damn it, pickles! <laughs> all right. So anyway, thank you for uh, sending in your questions <laughs> and listening to our cats fight, yeah. which is uh, really the number one thing about our oh, podcast we shoot for. That's that's where at least 70% of our viewers tune in for. Yeah, especially since they can't see it. It's Shh, all the theater of the don't mind. Don't tell them that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the start of Disaster Month. We got yeah. some good ones coming up. And uh, ooh, actually, this Friday, we have uh, another special interview with... Uh, <gasps> Actor Marshall Bell. Oh, snap. Long time coming. Marshall Bell is one of the greatest human beings we've ever met. It's true. He's pretty fucking awesome. He's so great. You need to go follow follow his Twitter account. It's true. He has a pretty great little Twitter account. Uh, and of course, follow us on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Just Google us. You'll you'll find whatever method you'd like to follow us on. If you're listening really to this, I it. think you're listening to us. Yeah, I think so. But you know what? Tell friends. Yeah, friends, they, family members. You never know. They might enjoy us and then... We're that cool thing you told your friends about. You know what? If you're listening to this and you're like, mm, I don't know if this is for me, go ahead and let download it and just play it for your pets while you're at work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the pets really love us. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> they love my uh, soothing baritone voice and Izzy's dolphin noises. <laughs> it's both soothing and confounding. <laughs> Nobody found that soothing. Oh, they find my voice soothing. That's true. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Good night, everybody. Peace. Shut up, cats! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>